0: Hey everybody, welcome back to the Utah Outcast. This is uh, episode number 282. Good lord. Uh, I know that number would be a little bit higher if I would quit fucking missing episodes. I apologize for missing last week's show, but I had a... It's not even an excuse. It's I actually had a physical ailment that kept me from doing the show last week. I I had to go to the emergency room after uh, leaving work a little bit early. Went to an urgent care clinic, and I'm saying this for most of the people that don't follow me on a lot of social media and all that. Uh, I had to go to an Instacare after work, and they noticed that I had... Well, okay, let me tell you what happened. I was working Wednesday night, had a chest pain, not exactly like a heart pain, but more like a lung pain. And it was like also in my shoulder, so that was one of those things where it felt like a runner stitch. Like the worst one I've ever had in my life. Didn't have any other symptoms, just pain. It just really fucking hurt. I mean, like, really hurt. Uh, Thursday came around, wasn't getting any better, and so I decided to go to the Instacare because it hurt so bad and I was starting to get, like, deliriously painful, like, feelings going on. Get done doing that, and I get to the Instacare clinic, and I'm just sitting through a pile of pain. The nurse calls me back, and they're asking me about symptoms and everything, because apparently my pulse was like 110 plus. I had high blood pressure. I wasn't having enough blood oxygen. There was all sorts of problems going on with me that they couldn't quite pin down, so they sent me to an in-office x-ray there. The in-office x-ray showed that I had a grayish area over one of my lungs that I have, and... Didn't know what the fuck that was, guys. It, it honestly scared the shit out of me for a little bit. I, I had a feeling that this was going to be pleurisy, which is something that it just it's pain in the lining of your lungs kind of thing. I thought, honestly, that's what the symptoms sounded like, and I try not to over-diagnose myself, but that's why we have experts as well. However, when they sat me down and they said, hey, uh, this could be lung cancer which I would very much like to kick my parents in the asshole for smoking three packs a day uh, combined, not both of them at the same time, because, God, that'd be gross. Uh, there was that, and then the, there was the distinct possibility that this could have been a pulmonary embolism, which also denotes other, much more scary fucking health problems. But, I mean, pulmonary embolism is pretty fucking scary to begin with because... If you don't know what that terminology means, that means that you have a blood clot in your lung that came from one of the bigger uh, veins that you have out there, which would mean you have a deep vein thrombosis as well, which is not a good thing to have because it means you have the tendency to create blood clots that could potentially kill you like this one I thought was going to do. Uh, so they wouldn't leave, let me leave the doctor's office under my own power. They said, we have to send you to the emergency room. And when they said that, my asshole puckered even harder because, guys, I have good health insurance. I really do. But I, the hospital from where this clinic was was maybe about two, maybe three miles away. It's really close to my house, really close to the hospital. I mean, we, when we picked our house, we made sure we had a hospital nearby. We had good schools nearby. All that shit that, you know, uh, you, you don't fucking care. But anyway, go to the uh, the doctor's office. <sighs> And I didn't think it was going to be something where I would need to get an ambulance ride. So I managed to convince them to save me the $2,000 to $3,000 it would cost to get an ambulance ride in this country. And had my wife come and pick me up. And uh, the, the main worry that they had is that they didn't want to get sued. Because if I was driving along in my own car, and that if it was a blood clot, it would break loose, go to my brain, and I'm a dead motherfucker. You know, there's, there's not really any stopping that. I don't care how quick on the medicine you could be. You're pretty much a goner at that point. But thankfully, I get to the ER with my wife driving me there because I didn't want to spend all that extra money. Yes, I, I have participated in this fucking healthcare that we call. A, it's a sham healthcare in this fucking country because anybody else would be like, you need an ambulance. Of course, let's get you an ambulance. Great. Let's take you to the hospital and take care of you. No, I'm, I'm more worried about my fucking financial well-being. I haven't even got the, the bill in from the doctor yet, which I'm I'm scared to see that because uh, imaging isn't cheap. Anyway, get to the emergency room. At this point, I'm panicking now because I don't know what's going on with me. I got hooked up to the intake when they brought me into the place. And so they, the heart rate was spiking really rapidly. I had like blood pressure like two twenty over. Ooh, it, was, it was a big number. It, it shouldn't. It's never that high. It's usually like 160, 170 over like eighty five for me. It's it's usually fair to midland. I'm a I'm a pretty healthy heart and vein kind of person. I don't have a lot of cholesterol and stuff. Uh, so they noticed the high that I wasn't breathing very much, and anytime I took a deep breath, it hurt like a motherfucker. Like because it was a pain that happened when I took a breath it also caused a muscle spasm which caused even more pain and what i do when i'm in situations where i need to uh try to diffuse the tension in the room i have the tendency to make jokes and if nobody laughs i tend to laugh at my own joke and that hurts too so i i can't leave well enough alone and i'm just cracking jokes and probably dying i thought that's what was going on and i get into the emergency room they bring me to the uh, the The ICU or whatever the hell you want to call it, where they have all the people that they bring in on the ambulances and shit. But here I am laying in this hospital bed, uncomfortable as a motherfucker with the with the gown on, with my ass hanging out. And they start an IV on me. They need to start getting me tests done because they they thought it could be potentially bad influenza. They they even had to try to rule out coronavirus. Like, have you been around anybody that's been to China? I'm like, no, man, I haven't been. No, no, I'm good. And so they hooked me up to all the stuff. They start me on fluids and everything. And I have, I, I get another x-ray, of course, and those fucking suck because they're like, take the deepest breath you can. And at this point, like, it, it's, it still hurts, guys. It really fucking hurts still. Like, I take a deep breath and my shoulder hurts like a motherfucker. It is the weirdest thing that your right shoulder is somehow connected to, the, like, nerves that are in your lungs at the same time. I'm rambling. Sorry. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wrap it up here pretty quickly. So they had the x-ray taken and they're like, "Okay, yep, we need to have you take a CT scan. And so to go get the CT scan, they have to wheel me back to this other room and I have to get off the hospital bed and get into a different bed, which is about one size too small for my giant self that I am. I'm I'm 6'2", but I'm proportioned right. I mean, I'm not lanky. I'm not super stocky. I'm fat, but I mean, I hide it well but I had to get on this dumb little bed and then they had to put me through the big metal donut to get the images of my lungs so they could figure out what the fuck was going on. And after that was done, they brought me back to the room. They got me some painkillers. They started with tramadol. Didn't do anything. It still hurt like a motherfucker. Later on, they brought morphine in still didn't do anything. It hurt like a motherfucker. And I was still lucid the entire time. This shit really hurt. I, I would not wish this upon like, bad people that I don't like because it's painful man anyway uh they came back with the test results and it came came out to be just pneumonia and I'm going to let those words sink in just for a second there because just pneumonia I have never rooted harder for like a just a disease than that in my life but the thing is like for other people in other countries for people that are less fortunate than I am for uh, older people, immunocompromised uh, people, for young people, pneumonia can be a death sentence. And here I was like, "Oh yeah, I've had that seven times now, and I've I've had it a lot really." But it wasn't a fucking blood clot in my lungs, so I've got a real uh, lust for life going on this week. So I, I'm I'm we're back. Uh, the show's back. Everybody's back except for Felicia, who did the live stream and hung out for the patron show, and then. She's got a new job, so I'm not going to hold it against her. She was just tired, man. It's hard being a Utah outcast sometimes and having to work fucking retail. But anyway, she didn't uh, join us for the whole rest of the episode. So you get Kyle and myself, and we're going to uh, bring you some fun stories. We're going to talk about some stuff here. Uh, Trying out some new stuff for the new year. Uh, I'll I'll let you know how it all goes. Anyway. Thank you for coming. Thank you for caring. There are people that have reached out to me, and I really do appreciate it. There are people that said prayers for me even, and I'm just like, okay, cool. Thanks, man. I mean, you could, like, get me some drugs. That would be great. You could get me some booze. That would make me feel a lot better. But no, no. Let's offer some prayers because that's honestly the least that they could do. Not being, not throwing shade or anything. I'm just saying that just when somebody says they're going to pray for you, just be like, all right, cool, man. Don't be an asshole about it. So, anyway, we're going to go ahead and get into the regular show, and uh, we will be right back. This is the Utah Outcasts.
1: Hi, I'm God, and I just want to make sure to tell you not to listen to Unapologetics on Stitcher and SoundCloud. That's Unapologetics with an X at the end. But, uh, yeah, definitely do not listen to the show. I mean, I swear to me, alright, I will murder my son. Uh, well, I mean I kinda already did that, but uh, don't, just don't listen to the show, okay? Hey, Lucy. Can you not can you not call me that, okay? We already went over what my name is, okay? It's Lucifer. Alright, look, Luce. Uh you wanna come with me? I'm gonna go fuck with this guy, Joe. No, don't, don't do that, okay? Can you just leave him alone? I'm gonna kill his family. No, don't, don't do that. I'm gonna give him sores all over his body. Don't, don't, don't do that. That's disgusting. I'm gonna kill all of his livestock. stop, stop saying things. Just stop. I'm gonna blame the whole thing on you. (laughs) Uh, Alright, let's go, bud. Remember, don't listen to unapologetics on Stitcher and Zalclaw. Hey, definitely listen to that show. It's awesome. It's really cool. He's really a dick. I heard that. And who are you, sir?
2: I am Rabbi Tuckman, purveyor of Sacramental Wine, and Moyle, extraordinaire. Hello, Hello Rabbi. Hello, Hello boyus. Moyle? I don't believe I've ever heard of that profession. Moyle, he's a very important guy. He makes
1: circumcisions. What pray tell sir is a circumcision? Oh, it's the latest rage. The ladies love it. Well, I want one. I'll take two. Yeah, yeah put me down too, man. Yeah. I get one. I'm game. How's it done? Just snap. I take my little machine.
2: I take your little thing. See? I put it into this little hole here and nip the
3: tip. Oh, wow. uh,
2: Whose oh, face? Oh, I changed my mind. I forgot my how I got one.
0: This comes to us from the Friendly Atheist, and there is a proposed bill in Alabama. God, we need Jazzy G right now. Where is he? Come on, man. Where are you at? Uh, Would mandate vasectomies as men reach the age of 50. So last year, the Alabama Human Life Protection Act made Alabama's abortion law one of the most restrictive uh, restrictive in the country with the procedure prohibited in nearly every imaginable circumstance. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Although a federal court blocked the law from taking effect later in the year, the abortion remains a touchy subject throughout the whole state. Now, a representative from Birmingham is uh, pushing a bill that she hopes will will address the role of men in unplanned and unwanted pregnancies. So, earlier this week, Representative... Rolanda Hollis uh, filed HB House Bill 238, a bill, quote, related to family planning that makes vasectomies mandatory. Yeah. So the bill's text is very short and sweet. It says, quote, a man at his own expense shall undergo Vasectomy within one month of his 50th birthday or the birth of his third biological child, comma, whichever comes first, end quote
4: there. That that sounds
0: fair. I've had three. Mm -hmm. I'm ready to cut my balls off. (laughs) Let's just put it that way. So Hollis has been very forthright about the purpose of the bill as a response to last Mm -hmm. year's sweeping anti-abortion legislation. Uh, The text of the bill notes that under existing law, there are no restrictions on the reproductive rights of men. In a tweet, she explained that on the point that she means that to make with a HB 238 says the vasectomy bill is to help with the reproductive system. This Mm -hmm. is to neutralize the abortion ban bill. This responsibility is not always on the women. It takes two, as she says here, to tangle. I'd say Tango, but um, this will help prevent pregnancy as well as abortion of unwanted children. Right. So to be fair, she did
5: say Tango, but Alabama. So it sounded like Tango.
0: (laughs) Now, I mean, in my opinion, guys, anybody who has reached an age where you could potentially sire children. It is really cheap to get to get a vasectomy. Well, relatively, relatively, relatively
5: relatively cheap. (laughs) So I was I was going to get one, and then the ACA passed, (laughs) went into effect, and at that point in time, it became free, essentially free for my wife. To get her tubes tied but it would still cost us for the vasectomy uh, so you know we went for the
0: the tubal economics
5: language. yeah uh you know plus the whole me being completely afraid of the whole thing <laughs>
0: factored in well i'm not against getting uh guys getting their tubes tied. i'm not against that at all no my my wife, after she had our set of twins, which brings us to the the uh, summation of three children. Which is enough. Which is enough. It's too much. <laughs> God damn it. It is too much. Uh, <laughs> you honestly should at that point be like, okay, no more children coming out of either one of you. Fuck you. You're done. You've, you have reached... Beyond the replacement level of the United States, Mm -hmm. when you die, your children will still be here. Hopefully. Right.
5: There (laughs) there are now three copies of your DNA. You're fine.
0: (laughs) God, there's a lot more to the text of this whole thing here. But it's (laughs) just—it's the point of it that we're talking about here. It's like, my wife did, at the point of having twins, have a tubal ligation. Right. However, I have thought every time that we have made the nasty... To use a fucking superfluous term here, uh, I've thought about like, I really should get my balls mm-hmm. you know, neutralized at this point, but it's like Ah, well, she got hers done already, so it doesn't really matter. But guys, you have to understand, the only reason I I'm joking about this here is that I got twins out of a bank shot. <laughs>
5: i it's 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 not funny no it's not funny it's the equivalent I mean, of
0: somebody okay. I mean, throwing to be the fun. basketball when it, when i against, say it's not against funny. the backboard hitting the square and having the ball hit the hoop and do this round around thing that it usually does and wondering oh. if like teen wolf levels of is it going to go over <laughs> is it going to go in and right. it happened and i got two I got two when points say, out of that. When
5: I say so. it's not funny, I mean it's hilarious, <laughs> <laughs> because because
0: it wasn't me. No, <laughs> oh my god! Like, okay, Kyle, that was back when we used to do the other show. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> and no, I point, remember
5: this. I that remember point, this. Yeah. Both
0: of us went. Okay, well, there goes this show. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Among other things we said, yes.
0: Right. There goes your life. <laughs> fucking ex. What are you doing, man? <laughs> so back to the story here. Sorry. I don't mean to get right. fucking into my right. details here. Right. So it's hard to imagine that Hollis genuinely expects the bill to become law. Uh the point is to highlight the ways that uh the ways that limit legislation around women's bodies is seen as a viable solution. To problems like mm-hmm. abortion and unplanned pregnancies in ways that would be seen as unjustly controlling, even contrary to human rights, if applied to men. And there's been so many people that have taken the bait on this whole thing. Of course they have. <laughs> but they're like, you can't tell me what I'm going to do with my balls or not. They're like, well, that's, do you understand that's the, the anger point. that you're feeling here? <laughs> do you, that's that's what point. women feel all the time. (laughs) (laughs) So, Representative Hollis describes herself as neither a pro-choice, neither a anti-abortion person. Says, I do not believe that women should use abortion as a birth control. Fuck you. Uh, But I do believe that if if a woman is raped or it is incest or anything like that, that she has the choice to do what she wants to do.
5: How about that choice throughout so the entire? How about yeah? The, the, let's just just cut out the whole first part of that segment and yeah. say they women have, have a the choice, choice to do regardless of what they want to do.
0: Yeah. Uh, certainly, appeal to the hard cases of rape and incest uh, to make the case for abortion is more politically expedient. I don't care about political expedience. So, yeah. Uh, skipping on, this is from him, uh, from him, him meta there. So representative Hollis is not the first Alabama representative to use a proposed bill to make a point about represent, uh, sorry, reproductive rights. Uh, um, mm-hmm. as the Alabama human life protection act stood poised to become law, sent a uh, state Senator Vivian Davis figures, also a Democrat proposed an amendment to, to make vasectomies a felony in an effort to turn the tables and make lawmakers aware of the ramifications of reproductive concern. coercion. sorry. You don't have to raise that child. You don't have to carry that child. You don't have to provide for that child. You don't have to do anything for that child. You want to make that decision uh, for that woman
4: that that's what she has to do. I don't
0: like that at all. But um Mm. So I I I hate the fact that most guys think they can like pump a load and automatically think like I'm out of here. I don't have to worry about any of this stuff. So
5: one one, that's not really how that works. But why the hell? Why the why it makes no sense why male reproductive rights are not covered or discussed in any of this.
0: <laughs> and from our patrons out there that we have out there, it says, uh, Cilia says for me, vasectomy is not enough. I don't want my balls. Period. <laughs> <laughs> and from Bob, who's a gentlemanly old man that God, we love you. Bob <laughs> says that, uh, I'm old. I keep sitting on mine.
5: <laughs> just sit down harder and hopefully it, the problem solves itself. That's, I mean, that's what I do.
0: I mean, it's unfair for us to make jokes about this while we're recording <laughs> right now, but it's like, do you really use them that much anymore? <laughs> I mean, not really. <sighs> so so. It, it's just, it's interesting to me that there's a lot of people that are mad about the fact that this lady is trying to to pass a law saying that if you, Gee, why? if you own a dick, you are essentially on the hook for anything that might come from child rearing here, where it's like, well, after 50, you should honestly, you know, have a mandatory vasectomy. Otherwise, you're on the hook. Guys, having a vasectomy doesn't make you less of a man. No, it Which, doesn't. And I
5: I I said when this first got posted that they should probably lower that age by a couple of
0: decades. Yeah, if I wasn't in a in the constraints of my marriage, I would probably have clipped my vast difference a long time ago. <laughs> I'm just merely saying is that when they were taking twins out of my wife, like they were already there. Let's go ahead and take care of the hard part.
4: <laughs> hmm
0: So oh anyway it's crazy um i guys if you don't want to have kids and you know you don't want to have kids there's a really simple surefire way of making sure that doesn't happen again right and it and it honestly is outpatient surgery it doesn't cost that much <laughs> we don't care where you catch the show whether it be itunes overcast iHeartRadio, stitcher spreaker or hell even youtube if you enjoy the show, even the slightest amount, all we ask is that you guys give us a subscribe, like, or share us with your friends. Without word of mouth, we'd have never become the show that we are today.
6: Foosball? You playing the foosball behind my back? The only reason I'm doing it is so, so I can go to school. School? You going to school? Oh! Oh, i sorry, Mama. I wanted to tell
3: you. You off gallivant with your fancy foosball friends at school? While I'm sitting here all day with nobody to keep me company, except Steve? The chickens are coming home to roost, Bobby Boucher. You reap the fruit of your selfish ways. You're gonna lose all your fancy foosball games. And you're gonna fail your big exam because school is... The devil? (gasps) Everything
0: is the devil to you, mama! It's the coach, who's... Not... Not a coach. No, no. He's definitely not. And he's shaved. Oh, my God, guys. He's, like, gotten rid of all of this. Like, all of this delicious manly hair that he can grow on his face. It's like, mm. No, he's not doing that anymore. He's clean-shaven. Well, about as clean-shaven as a 60-year-old man at 3 o'clock in the afternoon can look. You know? Anyway, he's going to talk to us about the Super Bowl halftime show again. <laughs> and... He's going to talk about portals and uh demonic viruses and oh my god it's it's a fucking treat. So I'm going to go ahead and let him talk here.
4: What if there's a spirit that accompanies the visual of pornography? What? Is there a spirit that accompanies these porn I don't man I don't fucking know Dave like
0: some people just watch porn to get off or I'm going to let them talk.
4: What if the, what if that opens us up? Uh, do I say it? What do they call it? a portal? Randy, a threshold. What if just sitting in the spiritual realm I'm talking about now, folks, listen, the natural world, they're not going to understand this. They're not gonna
0: Okay. The what? natural world isn't going to understand demons opening portals to porn.
4: Uh, What? Kyle, you have the most
0: amazing response to this whole thing so far. It's like, I wish I could. I wish I could go back to the time five years ago where I went exactly how you are right now. Where We're like, what? What are you talking about? Excuse me? What are you talking about?
4: (laughs) No, they're not going to get it. Okay? Those of us who have eyes to see, let us see. Let us see and understand. What if just, what if sitting there,
2: watching that soft pornography, damn-
0: Soft porn. <laughs> not hard porn. <laughs> not, not Spice Channel. You know, the scrambled porn that most of us had to watch through fucking weird filters that came through our fucking cable boxes back in the day. No, he's talking about soft porn. You know, like they gave us at the Super Bowl. no dave that was not soft porn no not even close the shakira and j-lo show had it was a lot less soft porn than those guys playing grab ass on the field in my opinion but
4: dance across our tvs what if there's a spiritual component to that
2: what if there's what if there's something that comes through out of my screen Hey, right ring, watch Kyle. You're laughing right now. You're getting ready to make a video right now. I said, "Man, I can really play off of this one." We'll see. The-
0: what Kyle? He just mentioned you. Is are you that Kyle? I I don't. He didn't must say be. specifically. I
5: must be because yeah, I sure can. Uh, because Simpai noticed us.
0: Is what I'm thinking here.
5: <laughs> that's that's not. That's not. That's not
4: soft porn. That's not any kind of. What are you
5: watching, Dave? <laughs> not, is, not the good what stuff. Do you, what do you
0: get <laughs> off on? Nothing, nothing near what neither one of us needs to get off these days.
4: It isn't for you because you, you're lost, brother. You're
2: absolutely profoundly lost. So You're not going to understand that. But the people listening to the show are going to get it. Hey, Mark, oh my, what if there's oh some my, waves? What I if there's something it. that comes off of that, that video? Can somebody explain to me why pornography is so addictive?
5: Well, it's it's not addictive. It's just enjoyable. But I, I think I think I understand. I think I understand. Dave gets off on ankles. That's you know, where he heavy. is. That's you the level he, he is. I can see I can see skin, and therefore, eh, that's that's porn. I can see skin. There's a thigh. I can see thigh.
0: I mean, the only reason I enjoy pornography at all is the fact that I get to see the things that our media doesn't allow us to see already.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
6: That's sure.
0: why pornography exists. It's like, you get to see vagina, you get to see dick, you get to see asshole, you get to see tits. Right. Right. You get right. To you, get to, you, get to, you get to see the
5: things that TV edges you get to see, you get to see stilettos crushing testicles, but you know, everybody's got their own thing. You get to see with chicks with dicks bigger than mine. So, I mean,
4: That's not Cheers, hard to guys. do. <laughs> yeah, that,
0: yeah, Kyle, goddammit. <laughs> but I'm just saying, it's like, like there's nothing special about pornography. It's just it exists to fill a void that cable television doesn't give us. It's not addictive. It's the fact that people may go, hey, I'm bored with this product A over here. Let me fill it with product B over here
5: right no it's not it's the product the product the product itself is not
0: addictive yeah you turn off porn and people will be like they're not going to suffer physical withdrawals from it
5: no 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 they're gonna find (laughs) something else but it's it's not it's not the product in this case it's a behavior
4: right what's going on
2: what is so addictive about pornography? So, so here comes some little guy and there comes J-Lo's crotch. What if there's something, waves or, or something, some force that comes off of that? Hey,
4: hey, what, hey, what hey coach. That? Some force that comes some, off of J-Lo's crotch. Some <laughs> force? <laughs> like
0: watch like you know. waves? Vibrates with your midichlorians, and somehow JLo's los crotch <laughs> makes Je- like Jedi consciousness <laughs> happen.
5: Vaginal force waves of corruption?
0: Oh, man. That explains Ahsoka, <laughs> Ahsoka Tano a lot more. Like, man... <laughs> I'm sad that I made that joke. I'm really am sad. <laughs> you should what, not what be call
2: sad that you made that joke. Stuff <laughs> dopamine? What if what if that vi- yeah. unleashes something in my brain? What if it's like really and truly infecting me with a virus?
0: <laughs> no, you said it right no. there is that you got a dopamine rush from it. That's all you need to quote
4: build quote unquote build a fucking uh
0: I'm not going to say a dependency on this. It's not going to be an addiction. It's going to be your brain searches for the thing that you enjoy. And the more of a dopamine rush you get from something, the more your brain's going to go, I want that again.
5: Right. You got a, you got a dopamine rush because it was uh, an, an energetic and entertaining and exciting performance.
0: Okay, so Kyle, uh scale one to ten. Yeah, I, I know I can't say you've perused the same kind of porn that I have. I'm just saying that <laughs> God damn it. Like honestly, uh, like I wish Felicia was here for this one right now mm. because we'd be like, okay, scale one to ten, how it titillating was like J Lo and Shakira's performance for you. Point five. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say it's pretty fucking low. <laughs>
5: I I remember watching it after the fact, after hearing every every all, all of this, and Ruthie really just that—that uh, was it. Really, <laughs> that was. I was I was expecting so much more than than a a strong political statement set to pop music.
0: You know, there needed to be at least like one or two labia at that point.
5: For uh, this re- for this reaction, for this reaction, I was expecting labia
0: or at least like some sort of, you know, areola, you know, no, some, there had was, to be there was something.
5: there was not an areola to be found. I was disappointed. <sighs>
4: what if it is really like that? See? And we don't get it.
5: You don't yeah. get so much, Dave. You, you don't, don't get, get it. so much. <laughs> There's so much you don't
0: get. Want to get in touch with the outcasts? It's easy. We're available on most social media platforms as Utah Outcasts. We're on YouTube, Reddit, Patreon, Stitcher, Spreaker. Well, shit, you name it. Uh, you can email us via mailbag at utahoutcast.com. You can always leave us a voicemail or text by using 347-669-3377. Or for those of you who are so inclined... Click the Contact Us link on our website, utahoutcast.com, and we'll be in touch.
4: And why don't you come down to our Little Bits? Little Bits. Where, where the food is tiny. It looks like regular food, but really tiny. You can put it in your mouth and eat it. Nothing gets stuck in your lips. It's just tiny and tiny and fits right in. Fits right in. Little Bits. We got tiny lasagna. Tiny pizza. Tiny pie. Mmm. Little tiny fried eggs. Oh, shit. We got tiny people. Little Bits
0: you hungry come on down My Little beds. eat some fucking shit you fucking stupid bitch <laughs> just kidding now most people know that uh if you're <laughs> tuning into the utah outcasts we don't particularly care about ben shapiro
5: no nor no. do we
0: normally comment on him because he's daily wire and ben shapiro show and I mean, he's got a lot more production value when it comes to doing his show as opposed to doing ours. But at the same time, the truth to bullshit level is uh, a lot more 80-20 as opposed to (laughs)
1: 50-50.
0: You might go with Utah Outcast here. So uh, he's got some stuff to say about Bernie Sanders and uh, the fact that he's pretending to be a performative Jew. As, as opposed oh to God, Ben Shapiro. Daryl, really coming from Ben? Oh yeah, coming from Ben fucking Shapiro, you know, Bernie Sanders is not quite a Jew.
5: Mr. Mister, Mister. I don't like identity politics as a Jew.
0: I don't like a po- identity politics, you know, but I'm Jewish. Right. Yeah, here we
1: go. Okay, so the, the base for Bernie Sanders, who's likely again to win the Iowa caucuses tonight, that base is actively alienating other parts of the Democratic Party. So over the weekend, a controversy broke out after Rashida Tlaib, who is a radical anti-Semite. No. Nope, 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 nope. Anti-Zionist. Nope,
0: nope, nope. Anti-Zionist. Not Anti-Semite. Anti-Zionist. There, there's a fucking important distinction to be made there.
5: A very, very important distinction and, important, and an important difference. Yes.
1: A horrible human being. She was campaigning for Bernie. So campaign... I, I was amazed. There was an article last week suggesting that Bernie was upping his Jewish identity in advance of the 2020 election. Okay. Let me say as somebody who didn't have to up their Jewish identity.
0: No, no, you quite literally every fucking time you've gone on to your show, you've talked about how goddamn Jewish you are.
5: Right. Because you have to. Uh, Bernie Sanders, your audience
0: wouldn't accept you unless you told them upfront how Jewish you were.
5: Right. Bernie Sanders uh, Bernie Sanders, one, does not have to tell anybody he's Jewish. Nor does he need to sell it or upsell it or emphasize it.
0: Now, as far as I'm concerned, Bernie Sanders could be an atheistic Jewish person where he's sure. Jewish as in a culturally Jewish person. Sure. Where he goes to Passover and he says good yontif to people kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't fucking matter to me you know i don't care what anybody does in the confines of their world like when he's talking about rashida talib and uh uh, various other members of the house where he's talking about what they do for their religious time Mm -hmm. i don't fucking care if you kneel on the prayer on the prayer mat for mecca five times a day i don't give a shit as long as you are serving the united states of america in a in a form where it doesn't that's not the thing that takes precedence over the fact that you are a member of Congress. Right. But I don't care. I yeah. honestly don't fucking care. You can ha- you can be a Christian. You can be a Jew. You can be a, um Islamic person. You can be a Scientologist. You can be whatever flavor of religion that you want to be, as long as that does not inform your service to this country. That- that's about as basic as I can get with that.
1: Right, I'm pretty clear from the beginning because I wear the funny hat on my head and everything, right? As somebody who doesn't need to actively up my Jewish identity, as if I'm leveling up in a video game just in time to pretend that I'm intersectional. Oh, God damn it. Fucking
0: Ben, you talk about yourself and your how fucking goddamn Jewish you are as much as you possibly can.
5: Right. And you are as far from intersectional as it possibly can be.
0: You're the you- guy that was talking to Dave Rubin saying how, you can't possibly like host him and his husband because of the fact that he you don't believe in what their relationship right, is. Right,
5: right. You are 10 miles down a one-way dead-end road.
0: Like, yeah, go so far go ahead
5: intersectional.
0: And, yeah, go ahead and enjoy how fucking like uh cutting out the rest of the world your religion makes you at this point when you come to find out that like hey, most people don't really give a shit what what other people think as long as they keep it to themselves. But no, no, that's that's fine. Fucking Gish Gallop, fucking Ben Shapiro is going to talk about whatever the fuck he wants to talk
1: about. Bernie Sanders pretending that he has any serious association with Judaism while campaigning with while campaigning with Linda Sarsour, open anti-Semite. Ilhan Omar, open anti-Semite. Rashida Tlaib, open anti-Semite.
0: No, 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 no. This is his gish gallop bullshit mm-hmm, that he's doing mm-hmm. here where he keeps throwing things at the camera. He keeps talking shit at the camera without actually explaining anything. All three of them, all three, are anti zionists Meaning that they believe that the Palestinian people have a right to exist within the country that they have existed in within the last, you know, however many hundreds of years that they are there.
4: Right. And
0: I don't give a shit about anybody else that says, like... There was no such thing as Palestinian until the the Jewish people showed up and started taking over Israel for themselves. Yeah, you wouldn't really need a label for yourself or somebody that lived in a country until somebody else came in as an outside source trying to take over the fucking country.
4: Well, right, because before then, they were Israeli. Right, (laughs) and... (laughs) Shit.
0: (sighs) I'm not against Jewish people allowing themselves to live within a country that, you know, have self-determination in the country that they live in.
5: Right. However, do you know, do you know what, do you know what the Jewish people were called that lived lived there prior to the the Zionist movement? They were Israeli too. They both (laughs) lived there. They all lived there in the same place.
0: Instead, let's throw up a giant fucking fucking wall in between this area and the next area, and let's have shelling and rockets and fights and everything that happens along the border here, instead of going, hey, look, you guys deserve to be as much of the people as we are. Instead of saying, you know, fuck you, get out of our country, you don't exist here, except for the fact that you've lived here for longer than we hmm
1: Anyway, Ben Shapiro. Hanging out with, with Jeremy Corbynites of the party, promulgating an agenda that includes funding of Hamas, He can stick it. I don't want to hear about Bernie Sanders' Jewish identity when that has basically amounted to conveniently pulling out his Jewish identity to pretend that he's not just a white guy.
4: When has he even done that? He's
0: never come out and, you know, talked openly about how his Judaism influences anything about his policy. No. Nor has he said, hey, I'm a white guy this is how I would vote for things. I mean, what is wrong with this? Uh, okay, it's, it's Ben Shapiro. We really shouldn't be thinking too much on this one.
1: Every few minutes. That's pretty much his only association with Judaism. You don't get to play the I'm a Jew card after your, after your association with Judaism has basically been campaigning with anti-Semites throughout your entire career, undermining the state of Israel and covering for the anti-Semitism in your own party. Sorry, you don't get to do that. That does not hold any water at all. Anyway. Rashida Tlaib is on stage and.
0: <laughs> so
5: honestly, God damn, he's a moron.
0: Ben has <laughs> nothing to say about that, but he gets paid a lot more than guys like us do <laughs> to, to say the things that he said that. They mm-hmm. were sweet. I mean, he I, once again, Ben Shapiro towing the line of, you know. I don't talk about identity politics except for the fact that my identity is Jewish white guy.
5: Right. Politics. I'm totally a Jewish guy, but I totally hate all those Jewish guys.
0: And Celia puts in our chat out there. She says, Celia, uh, uh, Ben Shapiro sounds like the male version of Tommy Lauren, who mm-hmm. in turn sounds like Ann Coulter Minnie, <laughs> which, yeah, yeah, Ben Shapiro is a good example of that. And, um, I mean, I I have no words for the guy out there that claims every single time that he talks on the camera where he's talking about how Jewish he is, where he comes out and says, how dare this man claim his Jewishness? You know, it's like. Yeah, but except he he really doesn't. doesn't, He doesn't come out. And the fact that he's trying to say that people that are anti-Zionist are somehow anti-Semite. It's like. Dude, you don't.
5: Dude, understand. that's anti Semitic. It's anti Semitic <laughs> at its core. <laughs>
0: you know, how dare we think that people that have lived there for hundreds of years deserve to continue living there instead of West Bank expansion or. Right. <laughs> you know, oh, wait. But you know what? That That is a very, very different and very difficult approach to a, something that we here in America, especially here in Utah, Mm-hmm. Probably don't have the most tools to talk about this whole thing, but no. the fact is that neither does Ben Shapiro.
4: Right, <laughs> right. Like, right. You're not talking I, I to, mean, to a
0: guy I mean, that there, regularly goes out to the West Bank and talks about these people. No, these no.
5: And there are so many problems. There are so many problems with what with what Ben is doing and saying. But I mean, the biggest one is the biggest problem he has is that he is he is more anti-Islam than he is anti semitic
0: Which Bernie but, is really none of those. No, is Bernie is now. none of those, but but Ben is very much. And that's the reason that Ben's pissed off is that he's talking to people like Rashida Tlaib where, right. who is Islamic and the fact that Bernie Sanders is going, yeah, I don't have a problem with that because you're trying to push America first I, i've realized that yeah no that no yeah yeah, the... yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah
5: yeah, yep <laughs>
0: i i caught myself at the very end there but i'm mm-hmm. just trying to say it's like they're not trying to say america plus israel is the most important thing to the world they're trying to say right america's got its own set of problems when it comes to the middle east let's let them figure out their own shit without america tipping the scales towards israel you know right which intervention in the Middle East has caused nothing but problems?
5: Other nothing but problems.
0: fucking problems are, in this country. Well, in the last yeah. thirty fucking years, man.
5: Well, not just not just our country, but how many?
0: Yeah, I mean, and we really, really should have stayed how, the fuck. Out. How
5: about <laughs> how about we start taking some responsibility for the shit we've done? How oh, about hey, that?
0: Hey, America, how's that uh, occupation of Afghanistan going for you? Hmm. You know that really worked. So well for the Soviet Republic. (laughs) Did you know that if you're not a Patreon patron, you're not getting the entire show each week? It's true. We record a whole hell of a lot of extra stuff each week that if you're not beyond the veil, you're missing out. Starting at the one and two dollar levels, you can immediately gain access to the secret patron shows that some folks need to wait a full half year before hearing. So what are you waiting for? Donate today. Check out patreon.com slash Utah Outcasts for more information.
2: God last night. It's it's like nonstop going on. He gave me. I didn't know if I can live through it.
7: Yeah, you said that. And I said you just need to be at peace right now because I no, I won't be. But at I rest. said, just so he could sleep for a few hours. Just, to, I said, Jim, you just need to be at- God said, because you said the, you could- a
2: judgment and a, a storm, a shaking of an event, so horrible, man has never seen it before.
0: So Jim Baker, which amazingly is like a super Christian version of Infowars nowadays, which believe it or not is a thing. <laughs> uh, uh, Kyle, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to make your brain break like that, but it it really is because, uh, this past week he has talked about a lot of stuff, specifically about viral outbreaks, which because the the, the coronavirus is a thing, which unfortunately, as I've listened to the <laughs> the Knowledge Fight podcast, has been a thing where Alex Jones as well has been talking about be afraid. Be afraid of the shit coming from China. Anyway, so uh, Jim Baker is going to talk to us about um, infectious diseases. So here we go.
4: I want you to read the book, find out what happened back then. But what you can do is isolate yourself. And it was tricky. Well,
0: I mean, is the it tricky? Trick, the, the trick to. Any kind of infectious diseases, keep away from other people.
5: Oh, 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 oh! I thought he was saying it was tricky to rock a rhyme right on time. It's I'm tricky. I was it's so tricky. very,
0: very confused. Tricky, tricky. Here we go.
6: Huh. <laughs> because the first wave it came in the spring, and then lots of people died.
0: Okay, so he's got a guy that looks like Samuel Tarley. That's
7: <laughs> that is
0: talking on camera. With this complete fucking comb over, like, look guys, look, I'm going I'm going bald, I'm going bald up here, this is going away in the next like decade or so. This guy is not letting go of that and has decided to comb it over, you know, it's like, let me go ahead and save whatever the fucking left I have of this hair here, but at the same time, his head is here, and the rest of his shoulders go out to beyond where I can show on the show here, where it's like I'm trying to make myself look tiny,
6: and then it just almost like. Just poof, it was gone. Mm. And then it hit with a deadly force in the fall. The most deadliest month was actually October. And so they thought they were beyond it. They thought it was dying down, it was gone, and the hammer blow, and it was there. And then it actually left again. And it didn't come back as strong after the new year, because remember, now we're in fall, so it came back again after the new year.
0: He's talking about the influenza virus, that the Spanish flu, that killed a lot of people at the turn right. of the century. There, so it's almost like infectious diseases have an effect they, on they, how people's travel patterns happen. Or yeah. hmm. that never. And it didn't come back as
6: strong, but still, a couple million people still died in the third wave as well. But it came in three years, uh, three waves. Almost over a year period.
0: So you could say every four months there was a flare up and a fall down from, you know, infections that happened. Yeah, it happens. These folks do realize that the world of the Spanish flu is not the same world of the coronavirus, which which is funny to me because, okay, coronavirus, yeah. It's claimed a lot of victims as far as people that have been uh, taken sick by it. But right. when it comes but to it's... ultimate number of people that have died from it. Not not really. I mean, as far as people number have of died people, versus people, that number have died versus people that have gotten over it are about the same level, if not more, that people that have gotten over it. It's
5: a, it's a respiratory virus. A lot, of pe- a lot of people have died, but a lot of people die from influenza as we're well. Al-
0: we're also talking about people that are dying in fucking Wuhan, China. You know, not exactly this, the, the seat of, you know, high technology right. you know, Although, medical care. That-
5: right. Although, that said, it is a surprisingly aggressive virus. Yeah, they're I having mean, a hard time tr- that they're having a hard time treating after like, coming over a respiratory virus myself in the last week. They I don't can wish be, this upon anybody. <laughs> they can be br- they can be brutal.
0: Right. Wow. And, and yeah. I don't
5: I don't know if anybody realizes this, but a, a respiratory virus of any kind is life threatening.
0: Yeah, it's an all of them are. Sorry to bring up, uh, again, personal information here, where it's like, I just had pneumonia. Where, okay, that sucks, but some countries, that kills people. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But here in America, got right the fuck over it.
4: (laughs) They're talking about the waves. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's right.
7: You know, there are um, doctor's notes from 1917 from the World War the great war as they called it and these doctors notes have been read by epidemiologists and they seem to indicate that the soldiers in 1917 Mm -hmm. a year before the official beginning of the outbreak Mm. that they had it in Europe so it's possible as the theory that this may have begun in China in as early as nineteen twelve and then carried when Chinese workers were brought over to Canada, and Great Britain, and to the United States to fill in because our young men had gone overseas to fight, that these Chinese had brought a disease with them that was silent.
0: Well, that's just racist. <laughs> I mean, you're trying to say that everybody was gone from the United States to fight in a war in the fucking trenches of Europe. During the First World War, which is not a not true. (laughs) And B, you can't blame everything on China you're talking about here. It's it's not absolutely fucking fair. They're going to be talking about the, the Spanish influenza coming from China. Why wouldn't they call it the fucking Chinese influenza at that point? Yeah, well, I wow. mean, they wouldn't call it mm-hmm. China mm-hmm.
5: influenza. They it would be more
0: racist. But- yeah, it'd be the Chun-King <laughs> influenza you know, instead of Beijing, you know, or Peking.
2: The big difference now is that uh, we're living in a world where travel is much easier than it was back uh, a hundred years ago. Mm-hmm. When you crossed the ocean, then you had to do it on a boat.
0: Yeah. Now, no, nope, nope, nope. Not necessarily
2: you can do it in 14 hours and uh, that is one of the great fears that we had back five years ago when ebola was spreading across west africa because Mm -hmm. there are international airports in west africa Uh, now travel to china Mm -hmm. is huge it's really striking zach uh, pastor jim that uh, the major american airlines have curtailed and in some cases completely shut down travel back and forth between the united states and china
0: well it's because of the fact that they don't want to spread a pandemic virus
5: is- right this is an infectious disease even if it's a treatable infectious disease they still they still don't want to spread it
0: and they know they have a pretty good idea of where patient 0 was and where the major infection is coming from so right Why wouldn't they shut down travel from that section to other parts of the world?
5: Well, especially early on, because realize we are still early. This is still
0: early on. Well, yeah. And don't get me wrong. I'm not saying I love the fucking Chinese government for stuff like this. But at the same time, as far as countries where you would want something like this to happen, where they would be able to lock shit down quickly. I mean, they're dealing with it. China's one of the is one of the quickest in getting shit locked down when it doesn't need to be happening. I, I'm not saying that their expense of like you know uh, human rights and or and or you know governmental rights or huma- humanitarian rights are a right. thing that we right. should be able to say. Okay, let's just dust our hands and say you know it doesn't really fucking matter. You live in China, right? They However. Also- the authoritarian rule that comes from a country like that, where they're able to say, all right, we're going to lock out this entire fucking region.
5: Right. They also have the they also have the, the means and the ability to to build hospitals in less than two weeks.
0: Yeah. I mean, so, look how fucking quick they put together the three gorgeous dam. I mean, Yeah. <laughs> But that's
7: affecting more than just the people who want to travel. It's also affecting the economy. Oil prices are way down right now because demand is down.
0: China doesn't produce
5: the oil. They have nothing to do with this. They have nothing to do with oil prices.
0: No, that's Russia and other OPEC countries Mm -hmm. as as well as the United States. God damn it. Uh, Why does Jim have people like this on? Because he can't Think about
7: all of the jet fuel. (laughs) That's not being used. Think about all the cars that are not being driven.
5: Yeah.
0: And she leaves it there. But they don't understand how these things work. You may wonder why I would have brought up something like this, this specific clip that was straight from the Jim Baker show uh, channel. I have also found a, from right wing watch mm. the reason why they would have something like that. And, uh, Spoiler, it's exactly like uh, InfoWars where they're trying to sell you some. So, here we go.
4: God gave us this product, yes. I believe.
7: Yes. And How many years ago did we get salt. this product? I wonder? He gave this to us about 10, 12 years ago. Yeah.
4: With, with and we have it at our home. Yep. We have it in cases. Uh, we use it all the time. I have this. And, uh, I mean, I don't think I'd have made it without silver.
0: It's colloidal oh God, silver gel it. and Ugh. solutions and it they sell it you on the fear, do fear, anything. Fear, it fear 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 be afraid be scared be afraid of everything that may happen to you because we have a solution that will will, will, will heal you of everything will relieve you of all your pain there will be and no And turn problems. you blue. Right and that guy fucking died. <laughs>
4: It for my throat and all that absolutely because I have I've had this and uh, this is amazing. Why is silver so so? Would you recommend as a doctor people to have silver in their house for
2: for a pandemic?
7: You never want to be without silver
4: now,
0: as a doctor, (laughs) Kyle, would you want to be without silver in your household? You know, yes, to prevent yourself from all those goddamn. Werewolf attacks. Oh, for them
5: from the werewolves? No, 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 no. No, no, no. Not in the house. No.
0: We're doing I, this wrong. Kyle, no, we really I put need
5: the, I put the silver spikes on the lawn to keep the werewolves out.
0: We really need to have a parody show where we try to sell shit like this where we're just like, buy the silver spike only for two hundred dollars. <laughs> I think <don't laughs> the werewolves. Out. Are you afraid of werewolves? (laughs) You need my patented
5: silver spikes.
0: We're going to give you a golden bear trap. They only cost $2,000 and we make $500 on each one of
5: them. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Act now for the Coindell Silver Suppository. Uh, Guaranteed to prevent you from practicing vampirism. Never. For so many reasons. Never. Never. You know, this is a staple. Yes, about staples. It is staples. <laughs> this is a staple <laughs> for your family. Yes. And we can talk more about it. Maybe we have more time. Yeah, but we got time. All I can say is that it has been proven by the government. What?
0: <laughs> They've only got like nine more seconds, but I'm like.
5: Proven by the government. I thought these are the people
0: who don't trust the government. So and as I've known from listening to other shows, listening to other people that talk about Alex Jones to talk about all these other products that they sell out there is that the other products that they're talking about are essentially wound dressing that are made with silver nitrate kind of stuff, which is. Arguably, it's the same thing they used to put over the eyes of babies after they came out of the birth canal to cause infection to keep infections from causing babies eyes to be eaten alive by fucking infection.
5: Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like a it's like a a topical anti microbial topical solution to keep fucking microbes
0: away. Right. Yeah. No, no. These people are talking about how you can drink it and it causes all sorts of fucking great health benefits. I don't right. want to let this place like out. Like
5: turning you that blue. It has the ability to kill every pathogen it has ever been tested on including SARS and HIV.
0: God. Not to mention coronavirus, I'm sure is what they would try to wish to sell. Sure, there. sure, like, sure,
5: sure. It's almost like it's toxic. It's
0: almost like it's Too good to be true. Do you know what
5: else? (laughs) Do you know what else kills all those things? Antibiotics. Well, no. (laughs) But
4: arsenic.
0: Arsenic. Killing the host altogether would be a great way of getting rid of all the things that could infect the host.
5: Cyanide. Cyanide (laughs) kills all those things, too. (laughs)
0: Thallium would do a pretty good job as well. Well, sure. And, you know, large enough quantities. It's but a bit slower, but I'm just saying. A little bit
5: slower. But <laughs> look, a toxin is a toxin. Uh, <laughs> something that is toxic will kill things.
0: Ricin will get rid of it pretty quick. Sure, <laughs> well, That's what the Almshom guys did in Japan with their I mean, just umbrellas just and-
5: shove a just shove a a uranium rod up your ass and you'll be fine it'll kill oh everything
0: kyle did you see the the thing that came out this week how much is how much how many calories are in like a teaspoon of uranium <laughs> no i didn't but now no. I'm, now i really want to know it's like it's like a billion calories per teaspoon of uranium Or i'm like yeah, I mean, of course, it's radioactive, so why wouldn't it be? <laughs> oh, no, Now that's a, a superfood. <laughs> much better than kale.
5: <laughs> It'll clean you out twice as quick, too. <laughs> well, I don't know about it being much better. I'm sure it tastes about the same.
0: Yeah, it's, it's mostly dirt, just like kale tastes like. <laughs>
4: <laughs> now there it is, the gay bomb.
2: Look it up for yourself. I mean, this is what they're... What do you think tap water is? It's a gay bomb, baby. And I'm not saying people didn't naturally have homosexual feelings. I'm not even getting into it, quite frankly. I mean, give me a break. You think I'm like, oh, shocked by it, so I'm up here bashing it because I don't like gay people? I don't like them putting chemicals in the water that turn the friggin' frogs gay. Do you understand that?
0: Ugh, ugh, serious crap. I'm sick of being social engineered. It's not funny. All right, folks, it is time for bullshit or bullshit you can buy, and thankfully, Ann Wynn is going to be reading reading to us the uh, the products that we're going to be going over this week. Uh, and she has crafted masterfully a a version 2.0 of bullshit or bullshit you can buy. So this is the very these are the very first two items on her list that she's given us to talk Ooh. about this week. So. Let's go ahead and get started with the first one there, Anwin. So what, what is this product? And, and we'll, we'll ultimately, Kyle and I, and as well as everybody else in the Patreon gallery, we're going to go ahead and say whether we think it's real or not. So go ahead and kick us off.
3: In 1988, bullshit author, who has researched UFOs for 40 years, discovered a little known fact that had been drowned in abduction hysteria. Documented evidence that people have successfully fended off attacks by the Greys, the short, big-eyed aliens now familiar through so much popular media. Using her database of 250 case studies, including 70 resistors, bullshit author has ascertained nine techniques that witnesses use to ward off alien entities and even break off abductions in progress. And perhaps even more astonishing, This evidence points to the possible true identity of the greys and their link to the abducting entities of myth and folklore. Alien abduction resistance techniques. Mental struggle. Block their mind control. Physical struggle. Fight back. Righteous anger. Summon your inviolate rights. Protective rage. Guard your loved ones. Support from family members. Seek strength in numbers. Intuition. Sense them coming. Metaphysical methods. Create a personal shield. Appeal to spiritual personages, Get help from on high. Repellents. Use time-tested fend off substances. Complete with hair-raising true tales of courage and illustrated with eyewitness sketches, how to defend yourself against alien abduction is the only book with step-by-step instructions on what to do and not to do if aliens come knocking on your door.
4: I mean, do they, honestly,
5: do they fucking knock? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean there, there is a knock. But it's, it's, it's usually it's, your it's, ass it's, hitting it's like, the window. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Yeah. So it's, like it's, like it's like the same way that cops knock. They just bang down the door.
0: Oh, It's like, not like you're going to fucking stop them.
3: So they're kind of like, they're kind of like Mormon alien abductors. No, God.
0: (laughs) So, okay. So the question is posed to everybody here. Mm -hmm. uh, Is this bullshit or bullshit you can buy? I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to say this is bullshit you can buy because this sounds like something that somebody is trying to grift and make a couple of bucks. off.
5: Oh, oh, yes. Yes. I'll go. I'll, I'll. I'll take it one step further. This is self-published bullshit. You can buy exclusively on Amazon.
0: <laughs> is that pretty sure, sure of yourself? <laughs> All right. Well, anybody a, in the, uh, anybody yeah, in the patron yeah, gallery, I call anybody? bullshit because there's no, no guns. <laughs> <laughs> no,
2: no.
0: You can buy this. You can
2: definitely buy this.
0: So Sardicat says, uh, it's bullshit. Uh, you can uh, buy it. Arduin says something you can buy. Um, let's see. Bob K., what did you say? You can buy it. Okay. So anybody else out there? Cillia, do you want to chime in on that one? I know you're out there.
1: Definitely something you could buy.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: I agree with what Kyle said about how this is completely total bullshit. That something that... You know, you could buy from places like Amazon or something like that and this you know this
0: sounds like the pounded pounded in the ass by Grey Aliens book series that you could buy.
1: <laughs> I mean not David Ike do something like this too? Like he published some really weird conspiracy book about about reptile people or something like that or <laughs> David Icke. Good stuff.
0: <laughs> so okay, Anwin, go ahead and tell us what is this bullshit or bullshit you can buy?
3: You can buy it. It's on mm-hmm. Amazon yes. and it is self-published.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> oh. There's nothing <sighs> you can't buy on Amazon. Come on. As many points as you can take to Kyle's.
3: <laughs> you can right, buy so- uranium samples on Amazon.
4: Are you stupid?
3: I'm um, serious. They're not allowed to ship it outside of the United States and they <laughs> sell it they sell it to test Geiger counters with.
1: Yes. Yes. And it's not weapons grade.
5: No, no, no.
3: No, but they're still not lab. Not, allowed. not the yet. Thing I was, was looking at the, um, the questions. One of them came from Pakistan and one of them came from Iraq. Like, you know, will you ship Jesus overseas? Christ. No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> is this enrichable? <laughs> well, I mean, anything really is at that point. <laughs> All right, so the the next object that we have out there, um, and what do we have out there?
3: Bullshit brand vaginal steam herb blend, or v-steam herbal blend. You said
0: v-steam. I didn't know what it meant vaginal. Holy shit.
3: (laughs) Okay, sorry. Go ahead. (laughs) Oregano, or oregano, if you're American. Is used for treating menstrual cramps and urinary tract infections. That's why the
0: spaghetti fucking sells so well.
3: (laughs) Calendula is used to prevent muscle spasms for treating menstrual cramps. Red clover is used for symptoms of menopause, for breast pain or tenderness, and for menopausal and menstrual, uh, for premenstrual syndrome. Mugwort has antibacterial and antifungal properties and is used for menopausal and menstrual symptoms. Burdock root increases urine flow, kills germs, reduces fever, and is also used to treat bladder infections. Some people also use burdock to increase sex drive. No, they don't. Plantain leaves (laughs) are used for various infectious ailments. Sage is used to relieve bloating, painful menstrual periods, and to reduce hot flashes during menopause. Chamomile is used for stomach ailments and hemorrhoids. Thyme is used for upset stomach, gastritis, diarrhea, and infections. And wormwood is also used to increase sexual desire. Motherwort is used for the absence of menstrual periods.
4: So, do you, be do you, well... do you
0: soak in it, or is this
4: a supplement?
0: Do you make? Um, a, do you like spread? Do you sprinkle this on a maxi pad, and like just it's place for- it on the outside, or. What are we talk? Do you like I mean, this base is, the this,
5: tampon? So this? this is. What th- was- I'm, I'm thinking this is either this is either a
3: supplement or an essential oil. It's basically a tea you squat over. The squatting what? Over tea. <laughs> you haven't you heard a- of vaginal steaming?
0: You could absolutely buy. It.
3: Oh, okay. It's an essential
5: oil for your for your vaginal steamer. Okay, it's a it makes totally what- It totally makes sense now. Okay. No, that's going
0: to be the, the the next product that fucking YouTube puts out there is like instead of live streams it'd be twat streams twat streams. steam therapy keep a little. to <sighs> it's
2: going to well until until
5: i eat best I again
2: though and like <laughs> I love
0: you but this is bullshit this, has yeah, gotta this is got to be I don't
5: know this sounds no, too much has like a this, be this no, too no, real. Th- you, you, you can buy this this
0: is too this real this is
5: this is like an this is like a main uh, a multi-level marketing <laughs>
0: Yeah, <laughs> goop has absolutely r- fucking ruined us when it comes to products like this so yeah uh, no this
5: is <laughs> this is this is all too real <laughs> well, that's why I have a hard time watching
1: watching a what's your, what's your face I, yeah,
5: yeah this is this is all too <laughs> this is all too real and it's only available out of the back of a,
0: a Ford Escape no an Econoline <laughs> fucking Ford Econoline <laughs> Like F 250. Like, dirty a, <laughs> okay.
5: Sometimes in expedition, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> usually in the school parking lot.
0: Okay, Anwin, what do we have here?
3: You can buy it. Oh,
0: Yep,
4: I'm on Amazon looking at a whole page of variety of Stephen you can buy. There's a whole it. category in Pornhub.
0: <laughs> Is there, okay, okay. Okay, god damn it! I get it. This is something you can buy. Are there dick steams that you can buy out there that are the same thing?
3: <laughs> no, because there isn't a male equivalent of Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> because...
2: Wait, what be about
3: like, Paul Rudd? <laughs> what, or he's Paul selling goop-type mm-hmm. stuff?
1: Well, I'm sure he would. <laughs> <laughs> well, still, but he sells male supplements, doesn't he? But-
2: I, I I see a market there, guys. I see a market. I mean, there. he
0: does. He There's a the grift. There's look, a grift available, Kyle. He we does, can come up he with our does, own stream of he, dick steams. That's what we can come. Up
3: oh with. no, no, no! You dick you don't steamers. want. No, no, no! You don't want a dick steam. You want an herbal um infusion. Weiner roast. Dick, dick wipe. Because <laughs> yeah. you know, then it's not masturbating. It's it's naturopathy. And, and these are all four and five stars.
0: Jesus Christ. Christ. I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, humanity is doomed.
4: <laughs> doomed, I tell you. Absolutely. I've been telling you that for years. <laughs> Why you can get a hundred pack for $115.
0: How the fuck is chamomile good for hemorrhoids? What the fuck? <laughs> That's think- honestly what originally set me off when I was looking at this. I'm like, no, no, that can't uh, be real. <laughs>
5: They have me
4: at Kyle's just Regano. drinking
0: in the success here. He's like, yeah, I'm smarter than all of you. Kyle, you're muted. <laughs> it's because there's absolutely nothing to hear other than me choking. <laughs> and someone uses oh, cayenne pepper to spice up their sex life.
5: Well, I mean, it would. I mean, cayenne-infused oh, lubricant is very popular.
0: Yeah. Okay. This lady I think that
2: is, their oregano already does. But this lady
0: is basting her labia with oregano, clover, burdock, sage, and thyme. That I makes mean, me think this is a delicious fucking chicken dish that she's about to. Fuck, that I'm about to like tie my fucking.
3: <laughs> there you go. It my bib quicker. into I and mean, be like, I'm, I'm about to dive into stuffing. here. It's all a plot to encourage men to go down. Well, I mean, tasty, me, tasty, tasty. Like, well, I mean, for some of us,
0: for real guys, you didn't...
4: don't. Some you of don't us need didn't the... need
3: encouragement, but
5: okay, I,
4: yeah. I'll, I'll take
7: it.
5: it. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Does it does it taste good as
4: well? Okay,
3: licorice steam for extra fun. Oh
0: yeah, no, I'm I'm there. That would extra NS An- extract, yes. Extra, extra salty, them, yeah. Extra salty, yeah. <laughs> I love my double salt licorice.
5: <laughs> you want it extra salty? Just do it after a workout. Nope,
4: nope. Sorry. Kyle. Goddamnit. I just
3: have this. I just have this impression now of you know you walk into one of the sex shops and it's got the row of lube and underneath is the row of vaginal seasoning, like little shakers that you just shake your flavor.
0: And the lady has to hold it like sideways, and she's like,
3: "Well, no, he would season it in his own face."
0: Yum, experiment <laughs>
4: No. All right, no, goddammit, no, that's no, enough no, on that no. one. look.
5: You're <laughs> wrong. You're absolutely wrong because obviously it's a rub.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, the meat is already moist if you're doing it right. So
5: <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> a spice rub.
0: Ready Clearly. for Clearly. <laughs> I mean, it's just just- keep the cayenne out. That's all I'm going to say.
7: Well, that about does her. Wraps are all up. And it was a pert good story, don't you think? Made me laugh to beat the band. Parts anyway. I guess that's the way the whole darn human comedy keeps perpetuating itself. Down through the generations. Westward the wagons. Across the sands of time until we... Oh, look at me. I'm rambling again. Well, I hope you folks enjoyed yourselves. Catch you later on down the trail. Say, friend, get any more of that good sass for
0: All right. Well, that does it for us once again this week. Thank you for putting up with all my uh, dramatic ramblings at the beginning there. Without uh, Kyle and Felicia as good friends, I, I don't know how uh, I would make it through weeks of shit like was just recently happening. So thank you so much, everybody. I mean, the family helps, of course, too, but. One of the first people that I I wrote to besides my wife when I was heading to the ER, I, I sent a message to Kyle and Felicia saying, Guys, I'm going to the emergency room. If if I don't talk to you again, I love you. And for me, I I'm not I don't know what it is. I I have a real hard time defining affection for other people. I It's not that I don't like the people and I don't love the people that I hang out with and stuff, but it's just, it's one of those stupid fucking hangups that has been beaten into, you know, dudes, guys, men, my age, men that grew up in Southern households that had abusive parents and uh, man, I don't know. It's, it's really fucking hard for me to say that. So I, I wouldn't normally say something like, Hey, I love you guys. If I didn't feel like I was going to fucking die soon. So anyway, um, I I love the fact that I've been communicating with a lot of people on the show about the whole thing. I'm over it. It hurts a little bit still, but I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm going to continue doing the show. And if you don't see any kind of notice from me whenever there's an episode coming out or not coming out, I'm dead. (laughs) Anyway, that does it for us this week. If you haven't already, make sure that you subscribe so you don't miss out on anything that we put out there for everybody, or uh, better yet, become a patron like the following amazing people have done, and they continue to support me even though I seem to be missing episodes more often than not, and yes, Anwen, I know, I know that I should take it easy, and I shouldn't be killing myself, but goddammit, these people have paid for this product, and they deserve to get They're due every fucking week. So anyway, let's go ahead and get started with them. We have uh, Cupcake Chaos. We have Lenora Lee. We have Amber Mulvaney. Andrea Brooks. Becky Fairley. Bicycle X. Brooke Moffat. Cindy Spear. Colby Rasmussen. Coral Van Marle. Hopswatch, James Kenyon. James Russell. Jessica Marshall. Karen Sheets. Madeline Welsh. Michael Murphy. Randall Gaz. Robert X. Stacey Startzel. The Godless Revolution Podcast. Tina Coley. Tom McDonald, Winter Solstice 93, Andre Skabinski, Ben Roberts, Bob Simpson, Chris Turner, Daisies, Econ, Gary Gerfin, Henry Hutanen, Jeffrey Brown, Josh Crow, Keith Young, Kevin Bodden, Kimberly Kellogg, Kyle Johnson, Lawrence Quinn, Lotta Nilsson, Mooney Feathers, Rob Foster, Satan's Little Monkey, Stellar Monstrosity, Trickster, Aaron Painter, and Andrew Medina, Angela Dick, Anwin Davies, Bob Koenig, Cecilia Antonio, Chuck Pattonod, Corey Vanderpool, Dave Lindob, Freethinker215, and Monty Burns. Support, this ex- support the Satanic Temple. Excellent. Gary Smith, Joshua Abadie, Karen Sheets, Keith Kingsbury, Lisa Riddell, Malleus Varmentum, nay, Mr. Bible Pants, Michael Smuda, Mike Yoakam, Nancy White, Ord Toothman, Patrick Neary, Ray Kerfont, Robert Levine, Roosevelt Howden, some Tr- some random, Terry Tryon, Tinfoil Hat Society, Tracy and Ugly German Truths, Arduin. Angelica Pearson, CPT Miller 132, David Hicks, Jeff Linville, Jacob Bree, Michael Lundgren, Michael Thompson, Raccoon King, Sash, Stephen Andrus, Tim Smith, Will Nash, Any Mouse and Friends, Big Sky 1889, E.J. Allen, Grand Priapism, Haley Wozniak, Joseph, Matthew James, Michael Lord, and Jazza G. Wow, that's an extensive list, and you guys are all fucking awesome. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Uh, that's about it for us this week. Thank you all so much for the patronage. Thank you for continuing supporting the show, even though I miss episodes sometimes. Uh, I do appreciate the support and the love that you continue giving us for doing the show. I only wish I can express it to you guys a little bit more. But before I wrap this up, I need to remind everybody that is not a patron that if you can't afford to share your love for the show via uh via monetarily monetary means. You could do it so many other ways, such as finding us on YouTube and subscribing there, simply leaving us a review on whatever service you use to catch us, or you can always shoot us an email or a text because we're always happy to hear from you. But with that, it's time to bring episode number 282 to a close. And remember, everyone, you're welcome.